Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Shine a Light on series. Today, we'll be shining a light on leveraging your, your student card with Simuk Sedi. Welcome, Simuk. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to chat. Yes, me too. So just to start, do you mind giving us a brief introduction to who you are? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm Simuk. Uh, I'm finishing up my education at Babson College, which is a small school right outside of Boston. Uh, you know, I've been been passionate about kind of entrepreneurship and venture capital for a while. Started a few things, was always someone that, that liked to build, liked to, to sort of work with like-minded people. And now I do a couple of things. I'm now the chief of staff at a startup called Banu, which is all about making engineering teams perform a little bit better. And then I also host AMAs under my brand, Common Room, which is all about inspiring and, and educating the next generation through helping them interact with, with sort of industry leaders that they look up to. Very cool. I guess in case people do not know, there are some recent grads who graduated with me who weren't sure of this phrase, like this term student card. So at a high level, what, what do we mean when we say student card? Yeah, I, I think the idea of a student card is pretty interesting. You know, I found out about it through someone that was a few years older than me, you know, someone I consider a mentor. You know, we were basically chatting about this whole idea of, of just the benefits that, that students get as a result of just being in that prime years of, of sort of going to high school or college, he sort of told me that it was, it's called sort of the student card and, and that uh, eventually what we don't realize is that, that it disappears, right? That unless you go back to grad school, there's no way to kind of, once you're out of school, get back that student card. And so that's why that's gotten me so fired up and passionate about not only leveraging it in, in better ways myself, but also helping others kind of leverage it as much as possible because it's, it's a very time sensitive thing. Yes, I think it's a, a good life lesson too, while you have something, you know, take advantage of it. I love this topic because especially for me as a recent grad, I, I get it. I had a student card, I used it. I probably didn't use it enough, but now it is gone. You're right, it's time sensitive. I think there are some very clear and widely used examples like Spotify, right? Like Spotify has their student account, but there's gotta be some hidden gems too. So I'm excited to chat with you about those what are some ways that you have personally used the student card in your college experiences? Yeah, I think it's a whole variety. And I've also seen some of my friends use it in, in different ways as well. But, you know, there's there's obviously the, the mainstream ways of like getting Spotify as a discount, you know, other sort of services also love to support students. Uh, you know, I know Airtable has a great sort of kind of startup program but students can also be part of it it just takes a little bit of digging to find those those things but i think on a deeper level and sort of a fundamental career level there's so many different ways to leverage a student card i mean i know the amount of people i've, I've met the, the amount of conferences i've been able to go to the amount of resources i've been able to, to kind of take advantage of not only at my school but other schools and also just sort of nationwide is, is absolutely incredible i mean i'm i remember when you know pre-covid you know i was able to go to probably one or two conferences a year, practically free, just because I was a student. Uh, and mm -hmm. that was just a terrible way to network, to, you know, listen to some of the people I considered idols live and just be part of that, that whole atmosphere without having to really spend spend a lot of money um, out of my pocket. So that's one of the main ways, ways I, I look at using the student card. I think also, you know, that .edu email is like golden, in my opinion. And, and it, again, it's one of those aspects of the student card that goes away because the effectiveness of when you're 26, 27 of using that .edu email is a little weird. <laughs> but when you're in your, your sort of junior year, freshman year, whatever it is, leveraging that .edu card to get an internship or get a job or connect with someone is profoundly powerful because everyone wants to help the next generation. That's just what I've, I've realized. And I think a lot of my friends have realized is that everyone who, who's kind of made it realizes that the next stage of their life is to kind of give back and support the next generation in their pursuits of the same things. 
on that note, in terms of connecting with people using your student card, I agree that .edu email is powerful. What about over LinkedIn? Like, how do I make it obvious that I'm a student and can use some guidance? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, one is is obviously keeping your LinkedIn as updated as possible. I found that people that you know are are willing to give their time, they obviously want to not not necessarily verify, but they want to understand like what you're doing and so your motivations and. Your LinkedIn profile oftentimes paints a picture for them that's just useful for, for their sort of time and, and being able to understand if this is a person that they want to invest their time and energy into. That's, I think, the first thing that I'd always recommend is keeping updated because uh, you'd be surprised the amount of friends that I have that, that just don't keep their LinkedIn profile updated. It's like the mm-hmm. simplest thing. But it's it's sort of something that I think needs a refresher and sometimes uh, needs a little nudge there. And then two is obviously I think putting it in in sort of the message or the, the context like, hey, you know, I'm I'm a student from Babson College. You know, reaching out to the alumni of your school always helps. Um, and mentioning sort of, hey, I'm a I'm a, a blank year of uh, Babson College, and then I'm looking to to kind of chat about your journey. Uh, in marketing and kind of how you were able to, you know, advance in your career, would love to find time to kind of chat over the next few weeks. And I think, you know, one of the things is, is you're clearly mentioning that you're a student, but you're also, you know, kind of telling them that you've actually looked into their background and you've actually studied a little bit about them. So that's a little bit more personalized. Mm-hmm. It's successful tend to get a lot of emails and in, in, in inbound. So standing out in some way, I think is, is powerful. Yes. Thank you for all those examples. So obviously we're passionate about mentorship and this note that you just said in terms of reaching out to people over LinkedIn, I think is a very relevant way nowadays to at least get a coffee chat with people. But have you personally, either pre-COVID or now, ever used your student card to get mentors? Yeah. I mean, all the time. One of That was one of the biggest ways I was able to leverage it. It's more a little bit more specific because the people that I ended up being getting closer to through this whole process of using my student card ended up being more on the side of, of sort of alumni from my school. I and mean, that's just because you instantly can connect about so many different things. Like you've gone through a shared experience together of sort of the four years through the same structure. And so there's so many points of data to connect on. It was more likely that, that I was going to develop a mentorship relationship with those people, but that's not to say that some of the some of the people that I've you know used my student card to reach out to, whether it's for bringing them into my entrepreneurship community to speak uh, and do like a like a session or do an AMA with me on Common Room, some of those people have genuinely turned into into people that I know. If I email them a question or something that I'm thinking about or, or sort of shoot them a text, that's something that I know I'll get a thoughtful answer back, even if it's you know short and sweet. But for sure, I, I think mentorship is one of the most powerful ways to use your student card and, and, and I'd recommend you know anyone thinking about, thinking about kind of how do you use that edu email how do you kind of mm-hmm. start cold emailing more is, is, is start to think about what you're actually looking for and what you're actually looking to advance in and then finding those people that match those criteria and, and where, where you are a few, a few years ahead of you and then reaching out to them to kind of set up coffee chats and start thinking about sort of the next step for you i feel like this idea of setting up coffee chats meeting with a bunch of people making connections that's so like there's a lot of pressure for students to do that in a healthy way. I think it's good for us to meet new people, especially in this environment. But I would say after graduation, that's not necessarily as emphasized as it is while you're in school. How would you say, you know, using your student card, making these connections now will help you even after you're a student? Yeah, well, I think even after you're a student, I mean, I recommend to everyone to, to just continue to network. Where, in how many ever how much of your time you can set aside to network and sort of build relationships and, and even even deepen existing relationships, whether that's catching up with someone or, or sort of 
going to an event for a community you're part of, whatever you can do to, to set aside without obviously impacting your day job or all the things that you have going on is, is what I honestly recommend. So whether it's even though, even if that's just an hour a week, right? It's just like two 30 minute conversations. You're still doing more than, you know, you're still putting yourself on the position of success in my opinion. It may be harder to actually get in touch with some of those people and sort of when you're out of college, but that's where kind of your four years in college and even prior to that, kind of come in because you can really set yourself up for success post-college by spending a lot of time sort of networking and then building relationships and then just, just chatting with people that you find interesting because you'd be surprised how accessible people are. Uh, it just takes, you know, a message or two and sort of reaching out and putting yourself out there in order to get in touch with people that can dramatically change your life. I'm a huge believer in sort of the power of conversations and a lot of my projects and a lot of the reasons that I've been able to do what I do is because of the result of one conversation and then me putting myself out there. So, you know, there's just so much power in sort of that card that you hold. And I think using it profoundly in, in, in sort of your earlier years sets you up for success post-college uh, and the ability to leverage it even further, I think. Another thought that came to mind is sort of events and programs that happen on campus for students. What has your experience been with that? There are some things that are really only accessible to students, even if it's your university for life, right? So what are your experiences with that? And do you have any suggestions for how people can take advantage? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I think, you know, the, the cool part about these is that they, they're going to do whatever they can to surround you with, with the resources, opportunities, you know, mentorship opportunities to, to kind of push you towards success because that's obviously their goal. And so if there's if there's a niche that you're truly interested in, I'd recommend taking every opportunity to to go, to attend, to be part of it. Because what I think what most people don't realize is is that after those four years, you know, obviously everyone's situation is different, but you know, then you've got, you know, a full-time job, you've got, you know, bills to worry about, you've got different sort of things to, to kind of take care of. And, and you don't have much time outside of all of that to kind of focus on, on the other things like when you're a student, right? When you're a student, oftentimes, you know, you don't necessarily have all of those problems weighing, weighing you down. So it's a little bit easier to, to kind of spend your time um, going to these events, you know, taking advantage of the resources. And, and I'd recommend whatever you can to your extent, take advantage of, of every single resource because you, you in, in your niche, obviously, right? Because you never know where that's going to going to lead you. Um, like I remember when I first joined Babson, there's the entrepreneurship community tower. Uh, and I was fortunate enough to, to get really involved. But that was a result of me literally showing up to every single Wednesday night event of theirs, no matter if I, if I felt you know, like, like tired or if I, if I felt like I just couldn't that night, I would still end up going because I, that was a community that I really wanted to be part of. And I realized that showing commitment and kind of being part of it was going to help me in my career. And I ended up you know, joining, being part of the residential community, taking it over as president. But it all started with showing that dedication and that commitment up front right when I got to school. So I think there's value in kind of taking advantage of it and, and being thoughtful around that approach as well. No, thank you for this answer. And I think there are a lot of students who are like you. I like to think like myself who are go-getters. Like we'll, we'll sign up for things. We'll show up to all those meetings. Do you have recommendations for people who sort of need that extra motivation to use their student card for things on campus? I say this mostly for people who ironically use their student card to say that they're too busy, you know, to like sign up for extracurriculars. So do you have motivational words for them? The way I like to describe it is, I think you have to cater your experience to what's truly valuable to you. The reason I say that, uh, and, and the reason this is so powerful to me is because, to be honest with you, you, know, you me, and whoever's listening, I was handling a lot throughout college, but the one thing I wasn't able to, to dictate a lot of energy towards was my grades, right? So it's not like not like I failed, but it's not like I also had straight A's. And, they, and you know, it's not like I was, I was 
trying super hard there. I'm happy with that decision because I was dead set on going into startups, going into VC. And I knew that raids wasn't going to be the factor that ended up getting me a job at a startup. It was going to be my experience, what I could truly do for them. So I focused all of my energy and turned all of my energy to creating really thoughtful experiences that, that showed my my ability to do different things and, and sort of be part of different areas in the business. So because of that, a lot of that energy went to there and, and, and I had to pull back some of the energy that I was spending and focusing on my grades. And so it kind of ties back to really about focusing your energy where you think is going to be most valuable to you. So, you know, if you're like me and you, you want to end up in, in sort of startups and in that arena, you know, maybe that's spending more time on experience, obviously. It worked out for me, but you know, it's definitely figuring that that balance out for yourself. I think from my experience and what I've seen, consulting, you know, and some of the some of the other consulting, finance, like medical, those are the, the areas that really tend to focus a lot, a little bit more on sort of grades. And so, if that's something you're you're interested in deeply, then I'd recommend focusing more of the energy on grades. But going back to the first part of your question, if you're curious how to motivate people to take advantage of the shooting card, I think it also comes into making sure that they understand that it's time sensitive. That's been one of the biggest motivators that I've seen for students to kind of leverage it more and kind of take advantage of it more and start, you know, cold emailing, start reaching out to mentors and start, you know, using their LinkedIn a little bit more um, is understanding that, dude, when, you, when you're a senior and you graduate, unfortunately, it goes away. Like, there's no way to get it back unless you go to grad school, like I said earlier. So that, that's kind of how I think about my college experience and sort of how to motivate others to use it is like making sure they understand truly that it does go away. But while you have it, definitely make sure that you're leveraging it in the right ways uh, and you're, you're leveraging it to create a college experience for yourself that overall encompasses your interests and where you actually want to go. Yes, that was a great example. Thank you for sharing that. So, you know, be in tune with your values and consider time sensitivity are the two main points I heard from you. I've reached my last question here. Do you have any last words of wisdom for students in how to use their student card effectively while they can? Again, it's, it's, it's obviously very dependent on what they're actually sort of interested in and kind of what they want to do. But essentially, if you're someone that, that feels like they haven't taken advantage of it at all, right? Like I'd recommend setting small goals for yourself so that you don't feel overwhelmed to kind of, oh my God, you know, I've got to do all these different things. But like, maybe it's, I'm going to send one email a day, right? To someone I respect. And that could take you as little as like five minutes a day to find someone. But preferably, I think you should start with people from your school because those are the people that are, that are easiest to reach because of that shared affinity, that shared experience. So, you know, start with like one email a day, really increase to, you know, I'm going to spend more time. And if you're sort of wondering how to kind of create mentors for yourself, find people that the intersection of people that you look up to and people that you get along with. That's how I think about some mentors and kind of finding those people. And it's going to take you some time to go through people and kind of leveraging your student card will help, obviously, but it's going to take you some time. But, but starting small can kind of help with that goal. And then overall, I think, you know, definitely do what's right for you. And in that sense, if you're like me and you want to end up in startups, definitely focus, a little, I think, a little bit more of your time in college on creating experiences that can showcase your value and showcase what you can do for startups, because that's what they're going to care about more and the fact that you got an A in some class. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that right now. So create a college experience for you that reflects sort of what you're interested in and build those experiences into sort of the, the time you spend at college. Awesome. Thank you so much again for joining us. It was great chatting with you. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Of course. And to anyone tuning in, thank you for joining us. As always at Opal, we shine brighter together and we'll see you next time.